Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the program called the Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Still, just to remind our listeners, this Alhamdulillah it is Sunday, the 1st of November 2015, corresponding with the 18th of Muharram 1437. And this Alhamdulillah it is that segment of the Education in Daba program where we deal with educational matters from an Islamic perspective. And as per usual, we have in studio with us the Honorable Sheikh Shaheed Isaw. Sheikh, Assalamu Alaikum. Wa Alaikum Assalam, Rahmatullahi Barakatuh, Ridwan Yasira, and of course, Bita Ismail was a technician for now, mashallah. Um, and of course, our dear listeners, the voice of the Cape, mashallah. Alhamdulillah, mashallah. Shukran Zazila, and for that, Sheikh. Now, Sheikh, before we get into things, uh, we've had some awful, nice, so uh, beautiful weather today, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. But how has uh, Sheikh's week been? Alhamdulillah, busy as usual. I was enjoying my review. The year was a bit of a bullet. Sheikh, did you travel? Yes, I was oh, okay. Yeah, Sheikh, did you travel? Yeah, he said, we'll stay down like a Hawaii and the rain did come. So it was uh, quite a strong wind on the road. Okay, <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Well, we're glad to have uh, Sheikh Shahid Isso in studio with us this evening. And this evening, what we are going to be speaking about is education hubs. Now, if any of our listeners would like to participate in the program, you can send us your SMS to the number 47. 47- 913 the SMS line 47913 or you can even give us a call in studio on the number 021-442-3530 now this evening we are joined in studio in terms of our discussion around education hubs we have in studio with us Sheikh Shahid Satardin Sheikh Shahid Satardin Assalamu Alaikum Assalamu Alaikum Ta'ala Wa Barakatuh Shukran Jazeelan for your time Sheikh Shahid بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله والصحب يجمعين أما بعد تيرسنس وانسجين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته tonight we're gonna have an open discussion and um, Sheikh Shahid Satadin has joined us tonight in the studio to discuss the issue of education hubs and uh, what this entails and how would it benefit the community and of course particular audiences and of course the spaces that it can be used in particularly if we're using the masajid as a focal point in every community of the Muslim community but it's of course not limited to the Muslim community. There's been some initiatives that we've seen at certain masajid that has been reaching out to the broader community like Heidefeld that we interviewed as well but tonight we're going to discuss this in a manner that it can be introduced to uh, more places. First of all, one would like to pilot these things, but of course every single masjid if it can be used as a focal point inshallah, and then of course to deliver the benefits of the education hub to the broader community. But for that discussion we can have Sheikh Shahid, but before Sheikh Shahid of course starts the uh, discussion on education hubs, maybe uh, Sheikh Marhaban uh, Bikiyahi. <laughs> so we're going to ask Sheikh inshallah Sheikh has been of course on his journey Between South Africa and Ireland For many years And of course um, I think Sheikh has also been one of our uh, Students that have uh, graduated from Mecca And uh, we uh, of course Would like to see where that journey Has taken Sheikh for the past few years um, That Sheikh has been abroad And of course to share that knowledge and experience Also with the community Of South Africa and particularly Cape Town Inshallah Sheikh, as we have discussed in our last uh, meeting, uh, when I came back uh, a few months ago, 
My purpose was to establish uh, the Islamic Peace Research Institute because until now I'm still the only PhD in uh, in, uh, in uh, peace studies, peace studies and religion, world peace. I would say. So my focus and my thrust primarily is peace, and because we are all teachers. And uh, I became a teacher in Makkah, by the way, as you know. Uh, I did my education there. And uh, I, we've, al- we've always been teachers. But I, I want to take you back, Sheikh, uh, to our days in Lansdowne, oh. where we thought that this kitchen is redundant in the masjid, and we're going to turn it into a library <laughs> and an education hub. You <laughs> know the story. <laughs> I've never dropped that idea because I, uh, we've always, we always knew that uh, the masjid is a major focal point, nucleus of the community. And I found that uh, in, 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 in my experiences now in the community, I got involved in The Hague, in the Delft, uh, and I'm always involved in the disadvantaged communities. We, we, we found that uh, the, 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 the ratio or, or the percentage of matriculants in the Muslim community has dwindled a lot. And uh, I found that uh, there are many factors contributing to that. Some of these uh, learners do not even have a place to study properly. And they do not have access to the materials that we need. And when I came here, I was just thinking of, wow, let us introduce smart boards to all the madaris. That was my primary focus. Mm-hmm. Let us get the madrasa syllabi or the whole curriculum onto sticks and put it in the laptops and give them smart boards. <coughs> but now the idea has expanded because I found that in certain areas the Wi-Fi is free, there's internet. But the people do not have computers, they do not have access to a photocopier, mm-hmm. they do not have access to a fax machine, scanner, printer. And I think that all the massages should actually provide the space and the service and this equipment to the community. And for that reason we find that when I send out to interested parties out of 60 that I've sent out, 35 responded very positively. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, I think uh, maybe we should just tease out uh, the issues that uh, the education in Hub can actually um, uh, comprise of. And of course, the particular audiences that you're looking at catering for. I think if Shafi can just explain, we understand the madrasa, the potential of modernizing the madrasa, meaning that people can actually have access to the madrasa and the parents can actually have uh, access to the materials that's being used in madrasa just by being on a tablet. A child can go to school, he can have all the resources on a tablet. He doesn't have to carry textbooks. He can just open up his uh, tablet and then go to the relevant textbook, uh, get the relevant page, and they can continue with study anyway, whether you're on holiday, within a formal madrasa, or whether if you're, wherever you find yourself. Access to that education, and of course, parents can also have access to it. Fundamentally, then, we have the issue then of the community. We have, of course, this dichotomy. As was partner of an Onsegemeenskap, uh, we speak about those that are more affluent, mm-hmm. <coughs> who are by the means to buy such technology and be able to provide. But then we talk about the other part of the Muslim community that live in sub-economic areas. 
underprivileged areas where they don't have access at all. And I think sometimes we don't see that part of the community because we are so isolated in what we do and where we involve. And we cannot appreciate when we say that, yes, the rate of matriculants have actually dwindled and the quality of matric has dwindled and it affects also our community. It doesn't mean in those particular affluent areas. It means actually more in the underprivileged becoming more disadvantaged. So if you can just sketch maybe how this can effectively assist and uh, the target groups by introducing an education hub. Sheikh, what we have done in our area, I mean at the masjid where I am, uh, we providing, we're opening the mosque yeah. for them to study. And uh, we also brought in some tutors for them. That's the age specifically. And that is the age specifically. However, the, we, we also, I'm turning my office into this education hub. Right. And uh, my office will become much smaller because every mosque needs a secure uh, area where this can be utilized. But mm-hmm. we're opening up the whole entire mosque for them and we bring in tutors to assist them, yeah. especially the matriculants of this year. That is the small beginning. Now we have, I have uh, had an agreement with Nashua that they will supply certain machines mm-hmm. at a certain price. And this, uh, some can be paid off, some can be bought cash. And, 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 and there's a whole payment structure that we can work out for all the communities. Mm-hmm. And uh, if the community cannot come up with anything, then we are prepared to go get those funds because we've also lined up some sponsors. So primarily the first thing that we will supply to the masjid is a photocopier come scanner. Uh, printer and fax machine and of course in certain areas where Wi-Fi is not cheap we will have to give them internet as well Mm -hmm. and then between five to ten computers will be supplied in a a very protected area and big enough for a spacious so that they can study there and if required we will supply certain books especially focused on matriculants or from grade 11 or grade 9 onwards the other thing is Sheikh, uh, that we need to encourage our students in the disadvantaged areas to go to university as well because i personally have spoken to matriculants who are writing already and they don't know what their professions are going to be so, you know, when we were in high school, there was a vocational guidance student of and course. things like that. Now, I don't think they have that luxury that we might have had at that time. But uh, many matriculants are aimless. Uh, they are basically not, going, uh, not knowing where they're going. They're directionless. And I think that we as teachers in the communities have a role to play especially every imam i don't expect every imam to be a qualified teacher i don't expect that mm-hmm. but remember that even when we go to our madrasa teachers they have some background knowledge of islamics or a certain arabic but and they become teachers and they have no teaching skills whatsoever and this is the situation around the mosque and the madrasa and we can try to alleviate the situation little by little in a small humble way we can bring about the change inshallah alhamdulillah can I just ask our sheikh to hold that thought we're going to go for a quick ad break and when we come back we'll continue with the program called the education in Daba here on the voice of the cape
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the airwaves of the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo with the Education in Abba program with your host this evening, Ridwan Ahmed, Yasira Donis, and the Honorable Sheikh Shahid Isaw. And if you have just joined us, we have in studio uh, Sheikh Shahid Satardin. And this evening we are chatting about Masajid being education hubs, facilitating the enhancement and development of holistic social and academic excellence. Sheikh Mashallah. Alhamdulillah, I think Sheikh Shahid has indicated then, of course, that The Hague would become one of the pilots and that there will be an office that is safe and secure, that is for the technology to be stored or to be set up there to be used. And I think that's very important, particularly in, in, in those areas uh, we have serious challenges. And uh, in fact, it affects all masajid that we have to lock up between salas because people break in and they steal anything can, these days. Yeah, can I just say quickly, Sheikh Maaf, Sheikh Shahid, you said that I'm interrupting. Um, I remember that we had a meeting with Sheikh and I say we are speaking about the Rahmania yeah. Mosque Committee. And I think that was also one of the things that you promoted, you know, the whole issue around using the mosque, you know, as an education hub. For not only for educational purpose, but for other purposes as well. Yeah. So, Hamda, I think uh, what your shade is coming now to say that the the issue that, of course, that affects many masajid, and particularly, as I said, the underprivileged areas, would be the issue of sustainability. And I'm sure Sheikh Shaida has given some thought of how one can actually draw on the resources of the community. And properly, and normally it goes to cross-subsidization. We've got some donors, we've got international funders and people that have education at heart and that like to invest into these initiatives because it's the Sadaqatul Jariya. Mm. But I'd like to share just to tease out some of the thoughts regarding the sustainability of the projects. Mm. Yes, that is something that you first look at when you're at the drawing board. How are you going to sustain this project? A project is just provision. First of all, when we come to... Uh, we we starting very small, just providing the copier, the printer, the scanner, and the fax machine. There we found that it is more sustainable and profitable to lease the machine from the company than buying the machine from the company. Because if we lease, it comes with services and so forth, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et when it comes to the computers, I've lined up some technicians two or three will do it for free the others will be paid for their services the, uh, there are many in, 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 when it becomes a hub it expands you see the business people in the area can chip in because as you rightfully said this is a sadaqa tuljaria we will depend yes. on that mm-hmm. and we will not depend on the business people to sustain it because if we do then we are not going to be able to sustain it however what we need to do is get uh, these computers to the students and we provided as the masjid, masjid committee or uh, we as the educationists or we as the business people or we as entrepreneurs in the in the community small medium uh enterprises uh, they uh, are the can chip in they can i can give a computer in the name of my late mother correct and say this is what i'm in a park may allah give a jannah inshallah but uh, how do we sustain those computers because there's maintenance so we've got some technicians lined up in those areas that they can also volunteer yeah. for the masjid the the thing is to get the masjid committee on board so far out of the 
the start of everything, we've got about five going now, right, starting of this week, and some have even signed contracts for the machines. So, <coughs> besides the Hague, uh, starting off, we, we also, including Leiden, because I'm speaking to Shahish Matiki, uh, we were supposed to meet, he couldn't make it, and then the Bala area and the Mitchell's Plain area, we are moving, because the Masajid are really interested. Westridge Masjid uh, came to me, and uh, they showed me the machine, they have actually started the idea, right. but they need to enhance the idea. Right. They need educationalists to assist them. And so, as uh, Sheikh uh, Ismail Kamana, they have started it. They have everything up and go running. What we need, what they need is technical support. So, to sustain the project is, is, is not going to be that difficult. Yes. Because the computers have to maintain, be maintained, but the massage, they can set up a committee or the youth, and they can make the youth responsible also if they are not interested in running the project. So I, I don't think it's a very difficult project. It's a very easy project. We are only going to spend between forty and 50000 per which is also mm. very much in our reach. And in every month is rich, I think, and we will assist them in every way, inshallah. And as long as we can provide the facilities and the equipment and the guidance, inshallah. Can I just ask, Master Shahid Isa, can I just ask Sheikh Satadin, so what are the requirements, for example, for the mosque to actually be not a beneficiary, uh, but to, yeah, let's call it to be a beneficiary you know, of this particular package? Because what you are saying is there's a need to give uh, the massage to become an educational hub, a photocopier scanner, printer, a fax machine and these things. How do people, or what are the requirements, let's say for example, a particular mosque is interested or is it only for the, the Delft, the Hague area? No, it is not only for the Delft, the Hague area. Primarily it is for the underprivileged and disadvantaged areas. But it does not mean that we will exclude anyone. Mm -hmm. No one will be excluded. Anyone that is interested in it, we will assist in whatever way. There is no criterion because okay. <coughs> Sorry, uh, everyone needs it. No matter if you uh, from an affluent community yeah. or underprivileged community, all the learners need it. So we have not set any criteria for the masajid. If you manage it, and you you will decide on your package. You will say, listen, we can afford six hundred and fifty to seven hundred and fifty rand a month to pay this machine. We have our own facilities here. It's very secure, lock up facility, and no one will break in inshallah because we have an alarm system as well mm -hmm. here. Uh, in fact, we're going to create a lot of jobs. We can create some employment for the alarm people and those people to mm -hmm. come in and assist and the masjid I I really, really know that Inshallah, by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the masjid is going to become so busy in aftercare and the madrasa children and the development of our human resources will be phenomenal, inshallah. Inshallah. Sheikh Shahid Isa, maybe just, I think, if memory serves me, I think uh, the Heidefeld Mosque, yeah. uh, we interviewed them, I think they have started almost That's something correct. similar where they have these computers and they're actually going, extending it beyond the school children. They're offering almost certified courses, for example, you know, to any to the broader community <coughs> but on that note let's go for a quick ad break and when we come back we will continue with the program called education in daba here on the voice of the cape
Welcome back to the program called Education in Daba here on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM stereo. And if you have just joined us, we are joined in studio by the Honorable Sheikh Shahid Iso as well as Sheikh Shahid Satadin. And we're speaking about education hubs, but more particularly using our masajid as education hubs, facilitating the enhancement and development of holistic social and academic excellence. Uh, Sheikh Shahid? Alhamdulillah, I think uh, there's a number of initiatives happening in the community where there's cross-subsidization, there's funding. For instance, we've got in the Bull and BIC, um, they also have an agreement. And in the Western Cape, we've got certain madaris that are also working with the Jamit al-Ulama. Mm. So what they have is they then um, have a number of madrasas under their care, which they pay the teachers. Or if they don't pay the teachers, they then provide the syllabi, they provide training, and they also send around a person to come check on the mm-hmm. uh, uh, assessment. To monitor. The, yeah, to monitor the development of the madrasa. <coughs> so I think there are those initiatives. Then there are certain families or groups that have come together, like we know Molana Raja, we know uh, the Bulbulia family, we know a number of them that had 16, 20, somewhat madrasas, we know the Tokrats are doing so. So there are different groups of people that are trying to assist, particularly those areas that are underprivileged that are in need mm-hmm. now I know this is the challenge the capital cost that uh, we look at buying up the machinery and setting up things as 40 to 50,000 but I do know I just spoke to with Nasser for instance here at their masjid how they find it very difficult just to 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 uh, to maintain the electricity account mm. To have light in it so what they collect is not sufficient because the masjid operates every day and people are using hot water and cold wa- uh, hot water as well, which is of course geysers and things, <coughs> they have lights. So you find that there's always a challenge in meeting the daily expenses. So clearly there needs to be some partnership, some funding, some other arrangements which needs to be established. And therefore I think the issue of piloting things and setting examples for different communities, there will of course be different models of funding mm-hmm. that will have to be considered. Yeah, of course, yeah. So I'm sure that she has mentioned <coughs> about people offering the time, like tutors, technicians, etc., business also offering. But for a community just to become sustainable themselves, in many cases, that would be a serious challenge. For instance, in Delft, we know that is an issue in Kailitsha. We know it will be an issue, an issue in even Mellenberg. You may have challenges with certain communities where money is not always available. And Steenberg. For number. And Steenberg, of course. We look at Steenberg as well on that side. So... So I think uh, we probably have to have more discussions on revenue streams mm. and, of course, to make it attractive to uh, people in general, whether they are professionals, whether they are business mm. people, or whether they are simply people that just would like to assist in the project. Yeah. Um, so that we need to do a proper costing. And, of mm. course, a business proposal say we are if you do one project, these are the cost implications. So if mm. you run 150 <coughs> massages, these will be the cost implications. Some budget will find it very easy to run. Mm. Others may find it extremely difficult to run. So I think there are those challenges. But just on another note here, do you think this concept, because it's been practiced in different forms, at different massages, at different places, to different levels, do you think there's a need to, to open up this discussion, have an open forum, have a brainstorming, and greater buy-in from the <coughs> broader community and from the massage it mm. on the issue well yes uh, the discussion has been going on behind the scenes all the time uh, everyone comes with a different because uh, we need to <coughs> as you say everyone comes with their own pattern with their own form with their own characteristics but we 
primarily is saying, listen, this is what we can do to assist you to develop mm-hmm. further. If you struggle, so for example, this one masjid uh, that says, uh, but we don't have the space. Yeah. I'm saying let's create the space. Mm-hmm. But we don't have Sheikh. As you put a container there in the corner there. What we need to do is put a container there. As long as we know that we have started this whole thing. Let us put the ball in motion and it will grow. Mm-hmm. I, I firmly believe that, inshallah. Because <coughs> we are saying, the, you, you get different situations, especially with the masajid committees. They are mm-hmm. different people yeah. at, uh, at all times. Some of them are very interested in their communities and some are interested just in their own egos and their banking accounts and whatever. Uh, I've, I've, I've experienced this in the few months I've been here because I'm working with them and I've, I'm talking to them because I want to convince them that, listen, this is a need in the community. Some of them don't see it as a need. The same as we are talking, what are we talking about 40 years ago when the committee didn't see it as a need. Others are very welcoming. They say, oh, Sheikh, we can even make this an internet cafe. We can open it to the public. We can have revenue. Others say, no, okay, we'll include a coffee shop. Others say, no, we'll start selling books here. There are many ideas, and everyone can work on their own Mm. style and pattern that they want to. And and we are not saying, listen, do it this way. There is no hard and fast rules. And the spaces are not all the same. The, the setup won't be the same. But here's a photocopy, a scanner, printer, fax machine. Give it to the students to utilize. And this is, these are our computers. And this is a smart board. Give it to the madrasa. Let the massage it come up to date. That's all we are saying. Mm-hmm. So shukran jazeera and for that and as we said we are speaking about using the masajid as hubs of education in facilitating the enhancement and development of holistic social and academic excellence. Uh, we're going to break for the Waqt of Isha inshallah but we ask that you do stay tuned because we're going to continue our discussion with the Honorable Sheikh Shahid Iso as well as Sheikh Shahid Satadin to get some more information as to how any of our mosque committees can become beneficiaries of this particular project inshallah. So on that note, we break for the Wakta Vishan and we come back. We'll continue <coughs> with the program called Education in Daba here on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the airwaves of the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM studio with the Education in Daba program with your host this evening, Ridwan Ahmed, Yasira Donas, and the Honorable Sheikh Shahid Isa. So before we continue the program, just an announcement that we would like to make, and that is that um, the Rylands High School, uh, they are having a reunion, and then there's a launch of the reunion 2015 DVD, and this event will take place on the 7th of November, that is Saturday the 7th of November, at Rylands High School, and the time there is 12 o'clock the afternoon until 6pm the evening. The launch of the reunion of the, the DVD will be at a cost of 200 rand, and I'm going to ask uh, yeah, registration for ex-Rylanders from 1990 to 2000. 
there will be lunch, uh, foods available and everything. Uh, for more information, you may contact Amina Falyun, who is the Alumni Secretary, on 082-436-0660. That number again, 082 082- Four three double six zero six zero, and that is if you are interested in attending the Rylands High School Alumni, which is on the seventh of November, twenty fifteen, and then uh, there will be also the launch of the twenty fifteen DVD at two hundred rand and the registration of X X. Rylanders 1990 to two thousand. Now, if you have to join us, we are joined in studio. By Sheikh Shahid Satadin, and we are speaking about the issue of using masajid as education hubs. Uh, Sheikh Shahid? Alhamdulillah, I think we've listened to Sheikh, and of course, um, the concept of education hubs, what we call edu hubs at masajid, the benefits of it, uh, direct benefits to the community and particularly our youth, and it can serve as a platform to incorporate many other aspects of education and training and skills development and skills transfer that can be used, and the masjid being a focal point, but although it may not be limited to the masjid, it can be used by any other organization and NPO or NGO that is doing a sterling work in the community to extend that activity and to make that also as a platform for an education hub. So we've listened to the concept, it's implemented different massage at different levels, etc. And then we asked Sheikh also about an open forum to take this discussion to, a, to another level and to get more experts involved in the field of technology and also in the field of education. But as we say, it is not limited to that. It can easily be attached to any other program. So Sheikh, what do you have in mind about the open forum and having the discussion with more experts in the field so that we can develop this concept uh, that of course will enhance education within our community in particular and of course the broader community in our communities. Sheikh, to be honest I spoke to a couple of academics and teachers in the whole community and they were very welcoming they were very open to the idea and uh, Primarily the focus was on the madrasa teachers and as I said uh, this is so broad but I preferred personally I don't know to to keep it small and mm. focus for now and just move it and every masjid can develop it as they wish to do it I I, I, I said uh, to one masjid uh, they suggested okay Sheikh we'll make it a da'wah program and we'll let our youth run it and the other one uh, I said to okay we'll make this exhibition Islam and we'll make some posters mm. and with the visitors who come in but primarily the sustainability is a big uh, issue. I've spoken some, to some of my colleagues, I've spoken to you yourself, Sheikh, and others, and then we uh, decided so far, that core people just decided we're going to create an educational social development agency and we'll work under that umbrella and we'll try to serve everyone. And as you rightly uh, mentioned, that um, this is open for NGOs, NPOs, that you do not have to be a masjid. Of course. Because some people say, uh, our colleague, uh, Sheikh Abdul Hasib, said, listen, I need to be in this program. And uh, it, it has to be considered. Well, Sheikh Hasib is running, you might just give some background, is running a rehab where also individuals come in for, for rehabilitation because they're addicted to drugs. And at the same time, they need to also develop skills. And an education hub could also become part of the intervention process of rehabilitating those particular addicts. Mm-hmm. Can I just get, uh, maybe Yashira, just to give a, a quick comment, Yashira, on, on any of the issues that we're discussing at the moment?
moment. Shukran, Ridwan. I think it's so important. You know, we always focus at what we're doing at our secular institutions and how we assist our learners, etc. and so on. And we forget that when they, you know, come from school, they're in the community again. And so what does the community have to offer? And especially for our Muslim teens, you know, what support is there? How can we assist? The masjid shouldn't be only where I go to make salah. I should go there to be educated. I should be somebody in the community who can educate others. And how do we provide those support? Because it's not available in our low economic areas. And so this, to my mind, is a fantastic idea. In that way, you know, more respect for the masjid will come alive within the community. Youngsters would want to come and share and learn and teach others and at the same time gain skill and knowledge which will help them and afford them the opportunity, you know, as they move from high school to higher education. But also for us as professionals to give back because when we were young, we went to madrasa there. We learned our mu'alimas and mu'alims were there to assist and help us. And so I feel this is a very nice way to give back to the community. Okay, shukran jazilan for that, yeah. Just before I hand back to Sheikh Shahid Iso, an SMS from 6945 says, Assalamu alaikum to the panel. A wonderful initiative. May it grow from strength to strength, inshallah. Amen. Shukran to our listeners. And then I'm going to say to the listener with the last four digits, 1944, we have received your message of the Janaza notice, but it is gone through to uh, our technical side first, inshallah. Sheikh Shahid Iso? No, alhamdulillah. I think the, the potential also exists, Ridwan, and of course, uh, Shahid explained, Sheikh Shahid has mentioned that yes, it is a service to the community, it's a service to the youth in particular, but also it can become a source of revenue. If you know that every child basically has to do some photocopying for the school projects, they have to bind some things, they have to make some posters, they have to do so. They are paying an internet cafe some money, they're paying mm-hmm. a photocopying service some money, mm-hmm. they're paying a binding service some money, and uh, uh, generally, many of these places also have a small section in their in their business that is also like a coffee shop. While you are sitting and working, you buy a coffee or tea or something while you're working there. Mm-hmm. So it's all uh, income that can be generated, and it can become a stream of revenue um, that can contribute to the development of the project itself. So it is not only a service that you mm-hmm. only give to others and hand out to others, but it can also generate funding. The stream of funding, of course, will have to assess how effective and how much you can really generate and how it needs to be, uh, of course, supplemented with other forms of, of income. But I say the model needs to be, and of course, your said has indicated that there's no one particular blueprint on the issue, okay. that one has to set up basically a whole permutation of different things where you can work it with this, with that. You can work this program with a different program. You can have a different program and it can still be an education hub. So it is a very, very uh, versatile the, uh, concept that can be used for different circumstances and different needs. And I think this is what one has to build into it. What is the particular needs of a particular community? And what resources are available? What can you immediately harness and use to the best effect and interest of the community? And I think those type of discussions are going to be very important, that you don't only have discussion at the high level with experts and intellectuals and university uh, professors and people, but also speak to the Majid Committee, speak to other NGOs and NPOs in the field, speak to the local community and the youth. And I think these are all important engagements that one has to do with stakeholders that you want to service so that you can have a very good assessment of where you want to take the project. And it has to be 
on a community basis. Mm. It cannot be just a blueprint for mm. everybody. So if you're going to say for that, Sheikh, so what we are <laughs> saying is if there are any of our mosque committees who are interested in, you know, getting the mosque to become an educational hub, you become part of this particular project where you will then get a photocopier, a scanner, a printer, a fax machine. We look at access to internet, for example, as well as 10 or 5 computers. For more information, we will get the contact details of Sheikh Shahid Satadin. Uh, he is the coordinator of this particular project, Sheikh Shahid. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, I, I think uh, Sheikh Shahid is who has my number there because I don't know my number of fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's normal uh, here in Cape Town, I think. Okay, let, let, me, let me just uh, uh, ask Maaf to Sheikh Shahid Satadin and say this is the, we've got the contact details. If any of the mosque committees or any interested person you want to know more about this particular project, which is the Education Hubs, you can contact Sheikh Shahid Satadin on the following number 061 2719 that number again 0612102719 alternatively 0793902643 that number again 0793902643 shukran then there's an sms here from 8828 it says assalamu i would like to suggest that you get involved with this project, Ridwan. Your input is important and will expedite matters, inshallah. Wassalam, and so should Yasira, inshallah. So, shukran to our listeners for their participation <laughs> and uh, nominating both myself and Yasira to be also become involved in this particular project. Shukran, Zazila. Shashayid, we've got a minute uh, to wrap up, and then uh, there's another appeal uh, that I would like to make, inshallah. I don't know if Sheikh Shahid Satadin maybe just wants to conclude with uh, I think inshallah. we will allow Sheikh Shahid then to just give a. Uh, <coughs> concluding remark on the issue and of course we'll be taking the discussion further to other forums inshallah and also to grow the interest in this particular concept of education hubs and how can it be implemented at the various forums including masajid inshallah sheikh shukran for that and shukran for that listener who suggested and nominated these two and uh, we welcome them on the education and social development agency and we hope inshallah that uh, this will grow from um, strength um, to strength um, as the other listener said and we do it for the sake of allah um, subhanahu wa ta'ala and for the advancement of our deen and for the development of our kids inshallah and the future of islam in south africa and all over inshallah and i also hope that every community will pass participate in this for the sake of the children in the community and I implore an appeal to the business sector also to participate and the academics to come I mean, on board I mean, and I mean. all those who have an idea please put it down and we can learn from each other and from one and teach one another and we will Try to deliver our best to the community. Inshallah. Shukran. And shukran for having me here. I'm on air here in South Africa after maybe 20 years. Alhamdulillah. Inshallah. Shukran, Zazila. And for that, it's a pleasure having Sheikh Shahid Satadin in studio. Now, as per usual, we're going to conclude the education in our program by asking Sheikh Shahid Isa just to make a dua for us. And this evening, Inshallah, we've got a special one, Sheikh Shahid. 
Sayyid. MashaAllah, this evening we want to, of course, uh, make to our for our colleague and co-host here, Yasira Adonis. MashaAllah, it was her birthday. And, of course, we make dua that Allah grants her every success, inshallah. Amen. 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 Success with, especially with her work that she's doing for those children that are facing many, many barriers of learning and where she makes special inputs, inshallah. May Allah grant her every success, inshallah. Barakah and khair in her life. And, of Amen. course, increase her in her risk, inshallah. Amen. So from also Slamat and well wishes from her mom, her dad, Shiham, and then of course Jihan and Hamad. Hamad and the entire Adonis family. <laughs> family. So inshallah we make dua al Fatiha. Shaykh, would you make dua? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. ولا عقبة للمتقين والجنة للموحدين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف المرسلين سيدنا وحبيبنا وسندنا وشفيعنا محمد بن عبد الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم بارك لي يسيرة في عيد ميلادها وفي حياتها وجعلها من المسلمات المتقيات برحمتك يا رحم الراحمين اللهم يا الله أهتيا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة أهتي حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ودخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت سميع العليم وانتبع علينا يا الله إنك أنت تواب رحيم اللهم اجعل مجتمعنا هذا مجتمع مرحومة اجعل تفرقنا من بعده تفرق مرسومة برحمتك يا رحمة راحمين اللهم يا الله إنا نشألك بأنك أنت الله لا إله إلا أنت الحنان المنان بديه السماوات والأرض يا ذا الجلال والكرام ربنا يسير ولا تعسير ربنا تمم الخير وأنت يا الله الكريم المسير إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد وأصحابه وبارك وسلم اللهم أنزل رحمة على القبور من المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات ارفع لهم من درجات وكفر عنهم سيئات يا رب العالمين اللهم رحمتك نرجو فلا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين واصلح لنا شؤوننا كلها لا إله إلا أنت يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم يا ذا التول والنعم يا ذا الجلال والكرام برحمتك نستغيذ ألا إن أولياء الله لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون الذين آمنوا وكانوا يتكون بفضلك دعواهم فيها سبحانك الله أمة وتحيتهم فيها سلام وآخر دعواهم عن الحمد لله رب العالمين جزاكم الله خير فرما سأل فريد وعن عمد ياسيرا دونس شيخ شاهيد ستادين عند the honorable شيخ شاهيد إيسو until next time إن شاء الله we bid you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh